Hey, New City, this is Nate Claiborne. I'm here to talk to you today about Romans Bible study, give you a quick recap of what we talked about last Sunday, and look ahead to the text that we have this coming week. So, last week we were in Romans 3, verses 9 through 20. We really focus most of our time, though, on verses 19 and 20, which I'm going to read again real quick. Uh, Verse 19 says, Now we know that whatever the law says, it speaks to those who are under the law, so that every mouth may be stopped, and the whole world may be accountable to God. For by works of the law, no human being will be justified in his sight, since through the law comes knowledge of sin." Now, uh, verse 20, in a lot of ways, was the punchline of Paul's argument that he's been making all the way since back in uh, halfway through Romans 1. And he draws everything together and ends this argument before he shifts gears in the text that we're going to look at Sunday. Um, And he uses, this was one of our words of the week that we talked about, he uses a word for human beings as it's translated in the ESV, that's actually a word um, that means flesh. And so up to this point, he's been distinguishing between Jews and Greeks or Jews and Gentiles or Greeks and barbarians. And when he gets to verse 20 here, he kind of reduces it down to just a generic term for people that's not mankind, but is emphasizing our embodiment. Um, This word that he uses for flesh sometimes also is the term that he'll use for our fallenness or for our sin nature. That's not necessarily the way he means it here. So he means that everyone, whether it's Jews who are trying to follow the law or it's Gentiles who are following the works of the law written on their heart, none of them will be justified merely by performing these works of the law. So we established that and we talked really for the most part, though, about uh, the word in Greek that gets translated justified. And the reason we talked about that is because in Greek, it's a little easier to see that the word to justify or to make right is related to the word that means righteousness. And so in the very next verse that we're going to be talking about this coming Sunday, it says the righteousness of God has now been revealed. And so justified and righteous, we could, if we understand what those words mean, we can see how they're related in English. Uh, But we thought, I thought it would be a little more helpful to see how in the original language, there are all sorts of words for just, justice, do justice, fair judgment, just requirement, what is just, and they all are very similarly formed words that helps us see that to justify someone or to declare someone to be righteous really is drawing on a history of um, legal understandings, of law court metaphors, of this idea that someone is being declared not guilty. If we say they are um, declared just, we're saying they're not guilty of breaking the law. And so it's just helpful to keep all that in mind as we shift gears into the text that we have this coming week, which is really a central part of this early section in Romans. So let me read what we have coming up this week in Romans Bible study, which we're going to spend a lot of time on. There's even more words that we need to pay close attention to. So this week we're going to be in Romans 3, verse 21 through 31. And I'll read it for us real quick. But now the righteousness of God has been manifested apart from the law, although the law and prophets bear witness to it. 
the righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ for all who believe. For there is no distinction, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, and are justified by His grace as a gift through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God put forward as a propitiation by His blood to be received by faith. This was to show God's righteousness, because in His divine forbearance He had passed over former sins. It was to show his righteousness at the present time so that he might be just and the justifier of the one who has faith in Jesus. Then what becomes of our boasting? It is excluded. By what kind of law? By a law of works? No, but by the law of faith. For we hold that one is justified by faith apart from works of the law. Or is God the God of Jews only? Is he not the God of the Gentiles also? Yes, of Gentiles also, since God is one, who will justify the circumcised by faith and the uncircumcised through faith. Do we then overthrow the law by this faith? By no means. On the contrary, we uphold the law. Now, there's a lot going on here. Um, We can see righteousness as a theme is still present. Um, And we can actually see a contrast with the end of well, the middle of Romans chapter one, where it talks about, you know, if we flip all the way back up there, well, I'm scrolling back. You may be flipping over if you're following along, um, where Paul says in verse 18 of chapter one, the wrath of God is revealed. And then he talks about how God's wrath is revealed against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men. And before that, he had said, the righteousness of God is revealed from faith for faith. And so now he's returning back to how God's righteousness is actually revealed. And he, uses, he, he says it's been manifested in verse 21. And then he says in verse 25, this was to show God's righteousness. Uh, and then again in verse 26, it was to show his righteousness. So there's something that God is doing that is demonstrating his righteousness towards us that we'll spend some time discussing more on Sunday. Uh, We're also going to talk about this word propitiation in verse 25, what that word means. We'll talk about redemption as well, um, just to unpack. These are, I mean, in some ways, redemption is one of those words that I think we all know how to use. Propitiation maybe is a little less familiar, but is significant. Um, But we'll talk about what redemption is actually signifying. Um, A verse that's really familiar, but actually I don't know that we've spent a lot of time thinking about what it means, is verse 23. I think a lot of people, if they know the Romans Road way of presenting the gospel, Romans 3.23 is one of those key verses. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Um, We're going to talk a little bit about what does it mean to say that we fall short of the glory of God? How might that tie back to an earlier part of Romans um, or why that is the second half of that verse Um, And not something like, for all have sinned and failed to fully keep the law, or all have sinned and have failed to follow their conscience, or something something like that. Why is it all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God? Um, Somewhat related, but a little bit different. At the end of this section, it says, uh, do we overthrow the law by faith? By no means. On the contrary, we uphold the law. And so we're going to talk about, we've been talking about the significance of the word for law and the different ways Paul uses the word law in his letter. And so we'll need to talk a little bit about 
what he means when he says we uphold the law, and then also what it might mean that there's a law of faith, since we might be tempted to think that um, those two are in opposition. So there's a lot more that we're going to get into on Sunday, but these are just sort of some, some initial things to get us thinking. This is a very rich passage in Romans, which is already a very rich book with a lot of things to be discussed in detail. And uh, there's no way we can cover everything that we could possibly cover in any given passage. Um, and we, you know, we've joked, act not in class, but um, I remember when I was in college, John Piper was preaching through Romans, and I think he took eight years, I think, to preach through it. Some some sermons were only a, on a single verse. And so we want to we want to do justice, if I could say it in that way, to the text of Romans, um, but we're also moving through it rather quickly compared to someone like John Piper. Uh, but we'll have plenty of time for discussion and um, digging in this coming Sunday, talking about verses 21 through 31, and I will hopefully see you there.